Amen. God bless you. On this morning, Pastor Derek Fletcher coming a little bit early today. Uh, just uh, be blessed of the Lord. Um, had to get this word in a little bit early. Doing a little bit of traveling. And so at the time that I would usually come on, uh, I'll be on the road. So I'm in uh, in a different location, just kind of relaxing, taking a little break. And so, but anyway, on today, we're going to talk about the Word of God. It's true. And we're going to uh, share a little bit from Second Timothy 4, 2 through 4. Also, First Peter 1, 24 through 25, and Hebrews 4 and 12. Amen. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you that your word is true. No matter what's before us, no matter what we see, Lord God, the intention uh, in which you created us to operate on the earth, every gift, every process of time, we give it to you. We give our resources to you. It's all yours anyway, and we're just stewards of it. And so we hand it to you, God, our time, our talent, our resource. We sacrifice and we give it back to you so that you can take it and multiply it. You said in your word that, that men ought to go forth and women ought to go forth and multiply and replenish the earth. Um, and I believe that's through uh, uh, productivity of, of, of children, but also through productivity of the time, currency that you've given us in addition to the resources. It's all yours. And so we give it back to you so that our mind, our heart, and so that the very intentions and thoughts that we have, Lord God, they go to you. They turn to you. And so we thank you, Father. We praise you. We look to you in all things that we do. And we render and sacrifice your word, your love, your son, Jesus. We call it all joy in every circumstance and every situation that we have, amen, that we endure past the point of uh, physical stress. We call out, we tap into the spiritual realm of what your word says. We tap into our birthright and the choice and destiny that we have in Christ Jesus. We thank you all today in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So on today, Second Timothy 4 and 2 through 4. And on today, this is a season, in season and out of season, that we share, preach, and teach what the Word of God says. Um, some people say, well, uh, this Word is the Word that, that folks use to enslave other folks. Well, there's uh, all kind of doctrines across the world that enable people to enslave other people. But Jesus told them, he said, I've come that ye might have life and that more abundantly. The Pharisees and Sadducees 
were looking for a conquering king to free them from the bounds of the Roman army. Well, in the context, Jesus came to set them free among the captivity. He came to set them free from uh, the boundaries of sickness and disease, from the boundaries of government seats, um, from the boundaries of what society will try to name out for you and what society will try to tell you that you are. Amen. And so forgive it if there's any ambient noise. I'm outside and um, there's there's water, there's airplanes taking off, but hopefully the uh, this condenser mic, it's only picking up my sound. Amen. And, and that there's uh, noise cancellation happening. And so, but anyway, uh, they um, wanted to be physically free from Roman rule. But Jesus came to set them free in the spirit. Amen. And when you're free in the spirit, you're free indeed. You're free to operate on the earth the way God called you and the intended purpose that he created within you. He told the prophet Jeremiah, I knew you before you were formed in the in the belly of your mother's womb. He told him, he said, not only did I know you, he said, I anointed you. Amen. I, I set you aside for a task. Not only that, but I commissioned you. I anointed you and gave you an assignment, gave you some characters and key traits that only you could work through, that only you could uh, be victorious in. He told him, I have called you to be a prophet to the nations. So what is it that God is calling you to be? And what is it that God is calling you to do? And so in Second Timothy, it says, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. And so when we look, preach the word, preach the word, uh, teach the word, be an example of the word, absorb the word, transform uh, the literal thinking of your mind by the word of God, reach your destiny and your full potential from the word of God. It doesn't matter about COVID, doesn't matter about the presence of, of social injustice. Um, it doesn't matter even about uh, uh, the social economic status. It doesn't matter about the COVID-19. It doesn't matter that that people are hooking up and, and, and yoking up. Uh, and the word of God says uh, that he called the man to be a man and he called the woman to be a woman. And he called men uh, to be the alpha. Amen. I know some, some people might have issue with that. Well, alpha means to take responsibility and, and literally to take command from the perspective of what God says, amen, and to operate on the earth and to be the example. So many people miss it, like the Sadducees and Pharisees of time of old, of the ancient time, amen. They miss the whole point of what Jesus came to do. And we have a point of in-season and out-of-season um, at this point in time across the nation. It might be unpopular to be a Christian and, and to claim Jesus as Lord because of the social, economic, and 
all the things that are happening. Well, I can't be a Christian. Uh, they use those principles to enslave my people. Well, uh, we want to put a gag order on Christians and what they're saying. Um, and we want the watered down version of the word. We want the whole word. Why do we want the whole context of the word? Amen. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen. Piercing even to the dividing as under of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. Amen. And is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Amen. And so we know Praise God, praise God, praise God. So we know that the word of God literally is the engrafted inspiration written by men inspired by the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God. We see that the Bible is a book of history. It correlates with historical times. Not only that, the Bible has context from stem to stern. It verifies itself. It gives credence and context to the very nature of who we are. E even if you're not a believer, uh, when you read the Word of God, there's things in there that can help you. There's things in there that's going to revealed to you and and we're not talking about a, applying uh the mercantilism of of slavery that occurred we even see in the bible where there's slavery where the hebrew people were enslaved for over 400 years but the word of god is what it is it's the word of god amen is able to reprove rebuke exhort amen it says with all long suffering and doctrine amen so the persecution uh in the last days of believers the burning of bibles and and the persecution amen we are at the the cups of that and and people have relative thought processes but the doctrine of the word of god and the disposition of the believer must be absolute and resolute toward what the word of god says even through social suffering even through uh the the present paradigm shift amen uh the legalization of what the definition of marriage is amen it goes counterproductive to what the word of god says amen i'm not trying to come against groups I, i'm not trying to spew hatred but i'm just saying what the word of god tells us the the Word of God is a timely and a temporal book, meaning throughout time is relative, and it's it's continues to be a pertinent and important part of our society and where we're at. And then three verse three of Second Timothy four says, "For the time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine." Man, men are going to waver. 
uh, 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 men are going to get up in the pulpit and teach about the my, the money is mine. Give it to me and I'm going to multiply it for you. And, and they're not even uh, uh, teaching the context of freeing the people from the bounds of, of, of money. Uh, literally, give to me and, and, and God's going to multiply you. Give me your money and I'm going to increase it for you. That's not scriptural. When Abraham uh, came back from the uh, slaughter of the valley of kings, he he recognized and he had the spoils of battle. I'm sure he had blood on him from fighting the enemy and he had the spoils. He had stuff and, and the kings were waiting to get their stuff. And then there was uh, um, the form of, of a priest king robed up and uh, there's many connotations of who that person was and uh, some say it was Shem. Uh, but Melchizedek was waiting there with a cup of wine and some bread. And, and Abraham recognized that. You must recognize the blessing. He said, I'm not, not a lint or a shoestring or a string. Say that Abraham has made Abraham rich, but it is God. He gave a tenth. I mean, that's the, that's the real uh, center, the real focus behind true giving amen that you recognize and Abraham had stuff and so he understood that he had to give God that first tenth of what he received in order for God to increase it even the more and so for the time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine what the word of God says they don't want to endure it and and um this is appropriate for me to go ahead and read first peter 1 24 and 25 see we're in a time where our physical body is going to fade away we're in a time where the only thing that will stand is the word of god and so it says here in first timothy 1 24 and, and 25 for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of God, of men, as the flesh, as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof fadeth away. So we're only here on the earth for a minute, only for a time that God has given us. It says, but the word of the Lord endureth forever, from everlasting to everlasting. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. You see the gospel in the appropriate hands and in the appropriate interpretation of the person of God, it will yield a bumper crop of increase toward the, the, the kingdom of God. The same Bible can be in the hands of, of greedy people of people that want to enslave other people, uh, uh, that people are going to take it and say that uh, God has given us a right to rule over other people out of the same Bible. And so the heart and your choice, and we must weigh the choices of our decisions. We must weigh 
just like I sit here and share the word of God, I have to weigh what I'm going to say and, and, and put it before God. And, and I have to know that I am speaking and teaching the appropriate word of God as aligned with his word. Because there's, there's so many doctrines and spinoffs that could come off of the word of God, right? The, the very intention, the very hearts. And there's, there's uh, believers that say, hey, I'm Christian. Amen. But they uh, have established a spinoff, established a sect, uh, established a, uh, a, a connotation of or, or having uh, denying the power thereof. But but God said that I have come that you may have life and that more abundantly through the words of Jesus Christ. And so he's given us, um, and in three, I'll go back to that, for the time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. People that's going to preach and teach say, you know what? You can be rich. Give me all your money. Okay, so I'm saying that um, God will speak to you about how to uh, distribute your funding. He will lead and guide your heart. He will give you research and what you need to do and how you need to do it. He only confirms through the pulpit what you already know. If it's a new re revelation that you haven't heard before, search out God and don't react out of uh, physical or motivation of that your fleshly man is motivated. Amen. Because God has set a plan in motion for you to be successful and for you to move in a vein and to allow you to do all you need to do in the time that he has allotted you on the earth. And then you'll join him forever in eternity if you accept Jesus Christ as Lord. And so teachers are important. And so if we share the word from a mode of teaching, from a mode of preaching, or even from the area of just personal testimony or sharing with others. So it's important, it's important that we be sincere about the word of God. It's important that we go forth and share the truth and not be motivated by personal gain. You obey and serve God, you'll eat the fat of the land. If you obey and serve him, he will make your name great. He will cause men uh, and women to give unto your bosom. No no need to go in and, and create a, another doctrine. No need to go forth and to share with others of itching ears. Man, I preached them happy and they was running everywhere. But what did they, did they receive the word of God? And so I'm not going against preachers. I'm not going against teachers. And I'm not going against people that get caught up and, and want to rejoice in the Lord. I'm talking about that the word of God is powerful. And in this day and time, people are across the nation looking for the truth, looking for sincere Bible teachers looking for people whose heart and mind are strong toward God. 
And then at four, it says, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth. Do you know that some people would rather hear a lie than the truth? There's not enough investigative reporters out there to search out and and search the deepness of the things of God. The media has allowed us to be in a position where it's instant on. We don't have to research. You just go and turn on the news and turn on the TV and, and, and uh, they already have it there for us. But what about those that investigate? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so there's a degree of research. Search out uh, the deepness and the breath of who God is. And when you search him out, he's going to answer you back. Amen. I'm, I'm not saying don't trust. And then I'm saying verify. And there's a saying that you must uh, trust, but verify right? Trust, but verify. Verify that the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword and powerful. Amen. Verify that God is not a liar. He's not a man that he should lie, but that he watches over his Word to perform it. Verify, amen, that God's Word says that he intended for a man to be a man and a woman to be a woman. That he intended uh, that there be no lies and deceit uh, toward things, but that we come into a stronger revelation of who he is. That's important. It's important that we understand and realize that the word of God will change your mind about social schisms and social norms. The word of God will place in your heart and a revelation on what you need to do. In Ephesians, it tells us, uh, in, in the Ephesian prayer, Paul prays, he said, open up that that I will receive uh, the inspiration and revelation that by God's spirit, amen, that he open up uh, my eyes of, of, of revelation that I see, that I know, that I understand the fullness, the depth, and the breadth of who he is. Well, we can't do that if we're in the pursuits of trivial things or if we're in the pursuits of, of um, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it, if we are contemplating uh, the, the mindset of un, unequal justice, uh, operate in what you are. Look for the evidence amen, of of things. But when you get the evidence of it, amen, God said I've, that I've given you uh, power to obtain access. I've given you dominion and authority. Uh, begin to, if, 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 the, if you're being pursuant and it's injustice, whether you're a man, woman, uh, whether you have a style or a lifestyle that's questionable, presented to God, right? Um, we got different groups across the nation. Amen. Ultimately, that's impacting the world. This fighting says, well, I, I'm not getting uh, civil liberties. I'm not getting my rights. Well, the word of God says, 
that I place before you blessings and curses. You choose. You choose. You make a choice. Amen. You you make choices. God wants us to make a choice to obey and serve him. He wants us to make a choice. It's not absolute that we obey and serve him, uh, but he desires it like like a, a parent desires that their children do what they have asked and requested. But he leaves it to us to make a choice. And as a man of God, I make a choice to obey and serve God. I make a choice that I want to eat the fat of the land. It's not to show bold. It's not to show people. And it's not even uh, to unfairly manipulate people. That's not the context of what God will have. Jesus said that I've come that you might have life and that more abundantly. And so if you're teaching the word and you're sharing the word, uh, your intention should be that each person reach the full potential that God has called them to be in and call them to do. And so we must share the word in season, out of season. It will reprove, it will rebuke and exalt with all long suffering. So it's a discipline area. Amen. We must discipline ourselves just like we discipline ourselves to look at sports events, just like we discipline ourselves to look at TV, just like we discipline ourselves. Amen. Uh, if you have vices in life, uh, you know, you, you discipline yourself to set up a time where you smoke or you discipline yourself to set up time when you use drugs or you discipline yourself to set up time. Amen to look at pornography, whatever it is, you must step away from those areas and step into the mindset that Jesus Christ says, let this mind be in you, which is also increased Christ Jesus. He thought it not robbery to put on clothing and earthen vessels to be among men, to be tried and tested at all points. He thought it not uh, uh, disrespectful or disgraceful, amen, to come down and to teach uh, the correctness of what the Word of God says. And so on today, um, we're sharing about the Word of God and don't believe what the Word of the world says about you. You've been fundamentally made in the image and in the likeness of God. And he has spoken over your life from the beginning. I knew you from the beginning. He even knows literally the number of hairs on your head. He is the original equipment manufacturer for you. He is the OEM. He is the progenitor. Every element of who you are, every position, every mold, and mindset that's within you, God placed it in you. Not only did he place it in you, but he's looking for you to tag him, to reach out to him, to unlock the mysteries of your life. You can't unlock the mysteries if you're walking in unforgiveness. You can't walk in unforgiveness, 
amen, and receive the fullness of what God has for you. You can't walk in the standards of the world and and let that deceive you and not feel and get the fullness what God says. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So the spirit part of you must be developed and it must tag the spirit of God. And then your soulish man must weigh the challenges on the flesh and the release of the spirit. And you must make a choice. Amen. You must choose today who you will serve. You must choose today if you are going to bind yourself to the word of God. And I know it says preach the word. It is directed toward preachers. But the hearers of the word of God and the teachers of the word of God must be aligned with the spirit of God. It must verify. And it says, uh, it talks about the deep calling to the deep. Well, you can't call unless your spirit man has taken the time out and set yourself up to receive the fullness of God. Amen. God bless you on today. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we don't look to the left or to the right, but we look straight ahead to you. We look to you and we count it all joy. We count it all joy when we have to deal with and work through all diverse temptations and things, but we know that we must work through that the trying of, of our faith be increased and it grow in you and that we look to you and we surrender our mindset, we surrender our flesh, burn at the altar, hallelujah, uh, in Jesus' name. He, he surrendered all things unto us by his sacrifice. He has snatched the, the uh, deed of death, hell, and the, the grave, and so we walk in victory. And we thank you, Father, for today. We thank you for the word on today. And we give you glory, honor, and praise for all that you do. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you, Father. Amen.